is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with systemsforselfcare.com where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can create the life that you want. So today is Friday, so it is my running recap Friday. We're going to go back to last Saturday and chat through through the week what my running has looked like. So again, I found this amazing running group that I've been um, meeting up with and uh, running, and then they also do free 5Ks on Saturdays. So that's what my Saturdays have been, which is great. Um, 5Ks are fun, but I also think it's kind of a pain to pay like 50 bucks to go run three miles and get a uh, medal that I don't really want. So what I love about these is I don't have to pay any money. I don't get a medal. I don't get anything. I reuse my bib. I love that. It's just like show up and run. And there's like a group of people and we're going to time you. Um, but it's really low key and, um, not a ton of people. So still socially distanced. So still safe. Um, the other thing that I really love about this is it's in different parts of the city. So Chicago is, I mean, the city itself, like the land is pretty diverse. Um, the people are pretty diverse, but it is very segregated here. What I love about being able to explore on weekends is being in different neighborhoods, seeing different people, experiencing different cultures, looking at different stores with different languages on the storefront, um, just getting to see different parts of the city. So last week we were actually really far South, um, on the beach, you could, I mean, you could see Indiana from where we were. You could wave to Indiana. I was telling my friend Christine in Indiana that I was waving to her. Um, and so we got to run, you know, 5K along uh, in a park on the south side, along the beach. Um, just a really cool way to see a different part of the city and meet up with different people. Um, so if you are in Northwest Indiana, um, this is a possibility. You could run a free 5k. It is in Chicago. You'll have to cross over to Illinois, but just a really cool opportunity to be outside and be around people safely and be running. Um, unfortunately it was raining. It was like, we got everything set up and we're ready to run and maybe a few minutes in, it starts to kind of drizzle. So I shouldn't say it was raining. It was like drizzling. But I am a really big baby about rain. And I I hate being wet. I think I hate being wet more than I hate being cold. I hate being wet. I hate my shoes getting wet. I hate my hair being wet. I hate my coat being wet. Um, thankfully, it didn't rain enough that there were like puddles or anything. But um, I was really proud of myself for not going back to my car. Because it would have been easy to be like, well, you didn't pay money for this. You can just leave. You know, just leave. Um, but I stuck with it. Um, and th- yeah, it was fun. It was fun to be out and running and pushing myself. Um, I know that I push myself and I challenge myself uh, more when there when there's other people, there's, you know, there's some competition, there's some, there's some skin in the game. Um, so that was really fun. Sunday, just a quick run walk. And then Monday back to um, just a casual walk in the morning with the pup and my husband. And then I've been doing my morning runs on just Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Um, just the minimum, like I need to go for 20 minutes. But I often, I often find that once I get going, um, I will I'm like, okay, fine. I, I can run a little bit further. So it's like I get, once I get off of our side street and I get onto a main road, um, something clicks and it's like, yeah, you can keep going. So that's been really great. 
And then I also have been meeting up with that same group um, and running in the evenings one day a week. And that's really fun. I, I really love this group because um, it's not, uh, I think that a lot of us are afraid to go to a running group because we think we're going to be the slowest person there. And what I love about this group is that there are women of all ages, um, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, maybe 70s, I don't know. Um, and some of them walk, like they are just there to walk and they are just there to socialize, which I love. I know some people who, oh, elite runners, no, like it is just so great to be in like a welcoming environment and group with people who are just out to be active and be social and be healthy. I'm not a super competitive person, so I don't really vibe with people who are trying to win the race. It just, I, it. I don't know. It intimidates me. It's not fun for me. I'm out for my mental health. I'm out to be social. I'm out to be active and see different parts of the city and be with people. And so I love this. I love this group of women. They're amazing. Um, So that's what the week has looked like. Today's Friday. I don't run on Fridays. Fridays, I just go for a walk and just taking the pup for a walk who is so ridiculously slow now. Um, When when Paul walks with us, uh, she will move faster for him, but I am not good at disciplining her and getting her to go. So she walks a little bit slower, but that's okay. We just, we just do like a, um, a walk down the block and it takes us like 25 minutes to go. Not very far, but that was one of the things that I wanted to talk about. So, you know, as I have been working on my business, my coaching business and what that is, it really like why I changed from, well, I changed from JacquelineRicchio.com to ImperfectEating.com and then to SystemsForSelfCare.com and really talking about taking daily action, consistently taking daily action. And this has been so good for my personal self-care, for my um, mental health. Like it is a non-negotiable. You are always taking daily action. You are consistently taking daily action. Jacqueline, it doesn't really matter if you don't feel like going to do the thing. You still need to go do the thing because when you do the thing, it helps your mental health. It helps you move away from the pain of being in a depressive hole or feeling really anxious or being really sedentary. Um, Taking action, going and moving your body moves you away from that pain and it moves you closer to the pleasure of having a good mental health, having, you know, a, an active body, being an active person, right? And so this morning when I woke up, I was like, I, I did not get very good sleep last night and I did not want to go. <laughs> I did not want to go um, for a walk this morning. And it was, the, you know, that thought like, oh, you can just skip it. You know, you deserve, you deserve to sleep in, you deserve to have a break. You work so hard, Jacqueline, just right. Like those thoughts still pop up, but I know those are negotiating thoughts. Those are self-sabotaging thoughts. They sound like they're trying to take care of me. It sounds like it might be self-care. Yeah, you deserve to sleep in, right? It sounds like that in the moment. But I also know from trial and error, I know from experience, past experience, that when I do that, it never ends up great. I am always pissed at myself later on. It's not good for my mental health. Getting getting a little bit of extra sleep in the morning um, instead of going and moving my body, a walk, right? I'm not talking about going to a really challenging class. I would just like go for a walk in the morning. I know that I need to do that. If I don't do that, I feel terrible about myself. So I need to go and do that 
even when I hear that negotiating voice, even when I hear those words that sounds like I'm trying to take care of myself, you deserve to sleep in, right? I hear that a lot. Deserve, you deserve this. Here's what I really deserve. I deserve to have a good mental space. I deserve to have um, a good day. I deserve to have an active body. Those are the things I really want. I want to be an active person. I want to be a consistent person. So the thing I actually deserve is to um, be the person that gets up and goes and move, goes and moves their body. That word deserve has come up a lot in client calls or um, in kind of the questions that I've seen you guys write in or the chats that I've had on Instagram. I think a lot of us, a lot of you, a lot of we people, um, we hear that word deserve or we we work really hard. You work really hard. You push hard and you're like, ah, you deserve a break. Um, and so then you end up doing nothing. So I think that that's the other thing too, is that I've learned that when once Friday comes around, I am just kind of, I'm just drained. And it's crazy because I know that when I was a teacher, I was working way harder. My mind was in, you know, a million different directions. I was making a million different decisions every hour. There wasn't a minute where I wasn't thinking about a what if, you know, something that could happen to a kid. I was, I was just exhausted on Fridays, um, but I'm still exhausted. I don't know. I, my body's like, oh, it's Friday. Well, you used to be exhausted on Fridays, so we should still be exhausted on Fridays, even though you're not, you don't have to do as much as you used to do. Um, but anyways, going back to that. So I know that by the end of the week that I am just kind of tired. Um, usually it kind of hits me on Thursday and, and Friday, but I'm just kind of tired. So I have decided, I have made the choice like, Hey, instead of, you know, fighting and trying to push this, what if you just made your Friday a little bit easier? Um, instead of not doing anything, what if you just made it a little bit easier, but you still take daily action, right? So you consistently take daily action. Um, what if you did that? So how has that looked in my life? Well, that the Friday, I, I just go for a walk in the morning. I'm not going for a run in the morning. Another example, even with work. So every day during the week, um, I write a blog, I record a video, and I record a podcast. It's very labor intensive. Um, it takes a lot of time. Um, I'm using a timer and everything, but it's still, it's a lot. It's a lot to put all of this stuff together. So I made Fridays easier by just recording a podcast, no longer writing a blog and recording a video. If I have a recorder video, that means I need to have great makeup and hair and figure out uh, now I just record a podcast. And so it makes it easier, but I'm still showing up and still doing the thing. I'm still creating a piece of content on Friday, but I've just made it a little bit easier for myself, but still doing it. So it's the same thing with walking on Friday, still showing up with the uh, the content on Friday, still creating a piece of content. It's just a little bit easier so that um. I don't do that, that swing of, ah, you deserve a break. And then you swing to doing nothing. And then it's harder. If you're doing nothing, it's harder to get back into the groove and create that momentum again, right? So by doing something instead of nothing, by putting up a one instead of a zero, um, by putting up a one instead of a 10 or a zero, like the habit continues. So I want to read a short piece from um, Atomic Habits. Um, My friend, my running partner, she was like, you know, 
she's like, I actually just started reading Atomic Habits. She's like, after I've heard you talk about it so much, she's like, I finally started to read it. And she's like, I finally get what you're doing with your new website and with what you're doing in your coaching business when you talk about systems. She's like, I finally get it. Um, And I was like, listen, Atomic Habits is great. It is a great book. People do Bible studies. I like do Atomic Habits studies. I have read this book 18 million times and I have so many different pen colors on this book, highlighting things and diving deeper into it. It's like, oh, I didn't get that part, but I want to read a short passage from it. If you have Atomic Habits on page 36, 37, he talks about the two-step process to changing your identity. And he says, your identity emerges out of your habits, right? Um, You are not born with preset beliefs. Every belief, including those about yourself, is learned and conditioned through experience, right? Um, More precisely, your habits are how you embody your identity. When you make your bed each day, you, you embody the identity of an organized person. When I go and I move my body every day, I embody the identity of someone who is consistent, someone who is consistent with being active. I embody being an active person, but really that that focus on being consistent, that has been my focus, I would say, for the last year. My focus is on consistently um, and joyfully showing up in my life consistently. Um, He goes on to say, the more you repeat a behavior, the more you reinforce the identity associated with that behavior. In fact, the word identity was originally derived from the Latin words essentia, ascentitas, which literally, which means being, and identitum, which means repeatedly. So your identity is literally your repeated beingness. Whatever your identity is right now, you only believe it because you have proof of it, okay? So I used to identify as someone who was inconsistent, someone who was a serial quitter, right? I only identified as that because I kept doing that. (laughs) I kept quitting. I kept starting and stopping, right? So if you are that person who um, continually starts and stops working on your personal goals. You start and stop running. You start and stop exercise. You start and stop healthy eating. You start and stop journaling. You start and stop meditating, blah, blah, blah. Change your identity. Change who you're being. Start with that identity level. Okay, cool. I want to be a consistent person. I want to be consistent with blank. I want to be someone who consistently blank. Start with that and then change the actions and show up. You got to show up. That's why like I talk about consistently taking daily action. It's easy. It would have been so easy to say, just stay in bed, Jacqueline. You deserve it. Stay in bed. But I know I am constantly working on being a consistent person. And that's the other thing too. It's not when people are like, how long does it take to create a habit? I think he says it in this book. I've read it in other books too. It doesn't really matter how long it takes to create a habit because you still have to, once the habit is created, you still have to show up and do it, right? So I still, even though I have this morning habit of walking or this habit with podcasting and the content, right? I still have to show up and do it. So it doesn't matter how long it takes to create the habit. You still have to show up and do it. So that was a long running recap, got a little off on a tangent there, but I think it, um, it's really important why, why these, these short walks that I do in the morning, why it's so important. And even before this, I know in January and February, there were days that I would go for literally, I would go for a one minute run. I would go down into my basement 
and um, we don't have a giant basement, but I would sprint back and forth from wall to wall a few times, be like, good, look, I ran. Is that doing anything for my physical health? Probably not. But what it did was it kept the habit and it kept the identity of, look, I am a runner. Even though it is negative 12 outside and it is cold and I don't want to be outside at all, I am still being a runner, running for just a minute, which is ridiculous. Like, I'm sure my neighbors were like, what is she doing? Why is she running back and forth? There were times where there was like snow and ice and people didn't salt their sidewalk. So I would just run where there was no ice. And it was like back and forth, like 20 feet back and forth. But I was, by doing that, by just running for a minute, I kept the identity of being a runner. So I hope that's helpful. Um, When you hear yourself say you deserve a break, um, remind yourself also (laughs) that you deserve to be a consistent person, that those goals that you're working on. If you want to keep working, um, you want to move forward, you want to be that person, you got to keep taking daily action. I will be running my 5K tomorrow, um, not expecting any PRs. I never do. Um, but it'll just be good to be outside. And then I'll be back Monday with Meals Monday. Have an amazing weekend. Um, Meals Monday, let's talk about that before I go. If you are someone who struggles on weekends, when you talk about this, ah, deserving, you deserve to, you know, you worked so hard, you ate so clean during the week. You deserve to eat 12 donuts. You deserve to have a giant pizza. If you're that person, you need to get the 5P Action Guide. This is going to help you be that person who consistently works on, you know, being a moderate eater. So you'll still get to eat some pizza, but I'm going to teach you how to have some pizza without eating all of the pizza so you don't fall into that zero place again. For that, go to systemsforselfcare.com slash the five Ps. The link for that is in the show notes. And if you are someone who is ready to begin coaching with me, you want to be, excuse me, be that consistent person when it comes to meals, when it comes to movement, when it comes to mindset, mornings, whatever it is, um, click the link in the show notes and schedule a call. We can talk more about where you are right now, where you want to be, and how my coaching can get you there. So again, go to systemsforselfcare.com slash the five Ps and the other link to schedule a call that will be in the show notes. Take care. I will see you on.